0: Welcome to Come Magnify the Lord With Me podcast hosted by Becky Damron. Becky was saved at a young age and reared in a Christian home. At an early age, she sought for a special relationship with Jesus Christ. As her love for Jesus grew, so did her love for his word. Becky has enjoyed leading ladies Bible studies, speaking at ladies conferences, and sharing the gospel with anyone willing to listen. We hope you have your Bible and are ready to dive into studying God's
1: We amazing. are at the podcast that I have been talking about for quite some time. That's coming, that's coming, that's coming. I was ex- I'm excited about today's podcast. I hope it's a blessing to you. Uh, it's all about time and waiting on God when we don't see the end in sight. We don't see uh, God being faithful in our lives, even though He is. We, we don't see it. And Uh, I hope it's an encouragement to you. I need to read a verse so that we can see exactly where we're at next time when we pick up. I think it's a good one that we're going to start at. Genesis 45, 16 says, And the fame thereof was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, Joseph's brethren are come, and it pleased Pharaoh well and his servants. That's a really good verse, isn't it? It's not sad, like uh, Joseph being sold into slavery, Joseph being thrown in a, in a dungeon, Joseph being falsely accused. It's a wonderful verse. But it took a long time to get to that verse. If we think about it, we've talked about this uh, at one point when he starts to see what God's doing. It's been 13 years. But when we read this verse, it's been 22 years of him dealing with problems and things that were unanswered in his mind. Now they're answered. Now it's clear. But for a long time, it wasn't. So I'm going to go through situations in Joseph's life and See how it could be something that's in your life that maybe you're going through. Now, if I don't list off something, know this. You have a situation that's unique even from Joseph's, but you can trust God. As we go through this, I pray it will be a blessing. First of all, if we look at Joseph's life, I want to think about yourself. Were you once shown wonderful love by a family member to now have no contact with them? Hmm. That's how it was for Joseph. For Joseph, it was his father. He was shown wonderful love by his father. He was also shown wonderful love by his mother. He lost her in death just a few years before he was sold into slavery. So were you like that? Have you lost a a loved one, maybe a mother or a father to death? Were you once in good favor with a family member? could be a father, a mother, a brother, a sister, a son or daughter, and now you don't have any contact with them? Well, then you're in, in uh, Joseph's shoes. Have you learned a special thing from God's word? Let's say you've, you've got something that God has shown you to be very special from God's word, and you share it with others to only be scorned by your family for what you've learned? Maybe you're a believer and they're not, and you're excited to share the gospel with them, and they don't want to hear from you. Hmm. This was somebody like Joseph. God had revealed those dreams to him, and he shared it with his family, and they scorned him. It wasn't until 22 years later did Joseph see a change in his family. Do you have a sibling, as in in Joseph's case, uh, siblings who are jealous and envious over you. Do they put you down because God has blessed you? I've seen this happen in some people's lives. God is blessing one sibling only because they're faithfully serving God and the other siblings are jealous. They don't understand it. They are not believers in God or maybe they're God robbers and they, they can't figure out why you're blessed and, and they're not. Joseph had to deal with this. He had siblings who were jealous and envious of him. Do you deal with family favoritism? Sometimes we only look at the ones that are not favored as being ones that are uh, under stress. But the ones that are favored are under stress too it's like okay why are you favoring me over somebody else I'm, I'm just using Joseph as an example here he's right like I don't need this extra favor all it's doing is causing problems now he loved his dad he loved the gifts but it was very hard on him also because as he got those things his family hated him for it did you once live with wonderful things but now you have nothing Did you once have a life where you didn't have to worry about what you were going to eat the next day? Did you once live a life where you didn't have to shop at Goodwill for your clothing? But now you have nothing. You just have hand-me-downs and you have to uh, be very, very careful with your budget. Joseph once lived a very wonderful life. He went down to living in a dungeon. He went from wonderful things to nothing and worse. Do you have parents who don't understand you? Joseph's parents did not understand him. He had these dreams and his parents didn't understand. They, they are like, what What is? What are you trying to say here? Uh, th- these dreams didn't come, I don't believe, when he was 17. They came even earlier. 17 is when he sold into slavery his brothers had allowed these dreams to work them up for a long time and so his parents even his mother who loved him she didn't understand it at the time when he told the dream his mother was alive we know in the order of things in the bible we think oh she's dead no not when the dreams came because joseph i'm I'm sorry jacob said what your mother and father were going to bow down to you at the time his mother's alive and she's doesn't understand what's going on. So you, have you had parents who don't don't understand you? Have you been mistreated by ones you love? I, I just recently uh, was talking to some parents who had a uh, prodigal son who they had sacrificed to put him into Christian school. They had taught him the Bible and just uh, loved on him, uh, caught him, God's word, had, had him uh, memorize scripture, everything. And their son, as a teenager, just rebelled against them. And they were very mistreated by him, that he could care less about them. He wouldn't listen to them. He wouldn't give them the time of day. They kept talking to him and saying, how, how could you be saved? You claim to be saved and you do these wicked things. And he would just mouth off to them and uh wouldn't, wouldn't listen to them. And their hearts broke over that son. And they prayed for him for years and years and years and years. They told me 32 years later, their son finally came back to God. He had some form of an accident or something happened where he went into a coma. And he was in a coma for a few days. When he came out of the coma, he said, I need to be saved and I need to be saved right now. Now, for 32 years these parents had been mistreated by somebody they loved dearly. But it took 32 years for this to turn around. This this young man now is faithful in church and loves the Lord and has and and their parents are overjoyed with the steps he's taken, but that was a long time again this lesson is on time it was 22 years for joseph for this couple 32 years do you live with constant temptation joseph lived for many years with constant temptation have you been lied about do you wonder when the truth is going to come out when did the truth come out for joseph Uh, many many years later i'm sure Potiphar realized Joseph was an honorable man when all of a sudden Joseph is his boss. And he thinks, okay, I think I was deceived by my wife. But that was a really long time. So Joseph had been lied about. Have you been lied about? And you think, when is this going to come out? Or has the truth been rejected by others, but the lies have not only been said, but believed and put forth as truth? So sometimes... You have somebody lie about you, and that's bad enough. But when you have told the truth, and you've said, I have not done whatever, and what's believed is the opposite, that's even worse. So in Joseph's case, you know, I did not try and sleep with Potiphar's wife, but that's not what was believed. The truth was rejected. So not only is he being lied about, but the truth is rejected, and what's a lie is put forth as truth. Has that happened and you're wondering when you are going to uh, have the truth come out? Are you physically suffering? Joseph physically suffered for a very long time. Has it been years since anything has seemed to happen? Do you feel like this has been a really long time? What is God doing? Does it seem as if God has forgotten you? It sometimes can feel that way. Now, when you're going through all those things, you think of whatever situation you have in your mind, you're going through something and you think, there's no end in sight. I'm not seeing a change. I don't understand why I still deal with this. We need to think of Joseph's story and we need to go to scripture and say, what do we do when we cannot see the end of the tunnel? We can't see any light at the end of the tunnel. We just see darkness because it's been so long, as in Joseph's case, 22 years is that couple, 32 years. But whatever you're going through, this is what we need to do. First of all, search your heart. Psalm 139, 23 and 24 says, search me O god and know my heart try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting i believe joseph did this i believe as he is going down to egypt he's thinking what what did i do god he searched his heart he saw lord is there anything in my heart Is there any wicked way in me lead me in the right way we know there wasn't and god led them and god took care of them but we have to do that ourselves we have to say god you search me i'll search my heart and you show me any wicked way and i will follow you the next thing that we have to do is trust god we have to trust god that sounds real uh like simple it is simple but it's hard to do. It may be simple, but it's not easy. 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7 say, Humble yourself before the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he care for you. Let's say it's been a really long time, and you have been lied about, and people are believing the truth Uh, to be a lie, and they're believing the lie to be truth. We have to humble ourselves at that time. and have to say, God, you are righteous. You are holy. I humble myself under your mighty hand. You have obviously allowed this for a reason. Is lying anything that God does? Never. The father of lies is the devil. But God sometimes allows things for some reason reason and we don't always know so it says humble ourselves therefore underneath the mighty hand of god that he may exalt you in due time casting all your care on him trust god give that to god say i know people are lying about me i know they're not saying the truth but i give you lord i give this to you another thing joseph did and all these things joseph did but another thing he had respect For God, this idea of humbling ourselves underneath the mighty hand of God. What did What did Joseph say? I fear God. I have respect for God. So in all of it, the dark dungeon, during the false accusations, he trusted God and he feared God. He said, God, I reverence you. I have respect for you, and so I know what you are allowing is for my good. Next. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. I had somebody give me this advice, and it, at first I didn't quite understand because I I was low. I was very low. And I, I thought, what? I said, keep footing, putting one foot in front of the other. Keep doing what you know you ought to do. And sometimes you keep going and you don't know what God's doing, just like Joseph. He got up and he was a good prisoner. And God allowed him to to lead the prison. So I have some verses for this. In Proverbs 19, one, it says, better is the poor that walketh in his integrity than he that is perverse in his lips and is a fool. What does he have to do? You have to walk in your integrity. You're, you, you've searched your heart, you know you're doing what's right, so you keep walking, you keep putting one foot in front of the other. Proverbs 27 says, the just man walketh in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. Joseph could have gotten down in that dungeon and just quit on God. He he really could have. I know people that have, but he didn't. He kept walking in his integrity and God was able to use him because of that. Next, know that what you're going through is for your good. That's hard. That's really hard. Genesis 50, verse two, 20, as we read, is God meant it for good. You, you see, we don't understand it a lot of times, and we are not. some of it we're not gonna understand until we get to heaven. We have to know that what we're going through is for our good. Next, we have to forgive those who've wronged us. If you have somebody that's wronged you, forgive them. You have to forgive whoever's wronged you in the lord's prayer matthew in matthew 6 it talks about forgiveness and I'm going to read past even his prayer. I'm going to start in verse 9 and I'm going to read to verse 15 and it says, "And after this manner pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as in heaven as in heaven. I'm sorry. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil: for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen." If, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Are you stuck somewhere where you see, you don't see, I should say, God's working in your life? Check your heart. Have you forgiven like you're supposed to? Maybe God's waiting for you to forgive so he can work through you. Lastly, know that some things aren't settled or understood until it. There's some things we don't know. In Psalm 71, 73, verse one, it says, Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as of our clean heart. This is a good person. He searched their life. They've searched their heart. They know they have a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone and my steps had well nigh slipped, for I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. So he, he's he's not seeing right Being dealt with right and wrong, being dealt with wrong. He's seeing wrong is flourishing and he doesn't understand. At the end of the chapter, though, it says, barely I have cleansed my heart in vain and I've washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued and chastened every morning. I'm going through a really hard time, Lord. It's been a long time and I don't see you working. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of Thy children when I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. Sometimes we go through something that's very painful, very hard, and it's been a long time. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, that I understood their end. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places. Thou castest them down into destruction. How are they brought into desolation as in a moment? They are utterly consumed with terrors. You know, we can be going through a hard time and we don't see God working like we think we should. We don't see him doing what we think he needs to do. We need to trust him. There's some things that we won't know until heaven. But let me tell you, we would never wish wish on our worst enemy, the destruction that's coming for those who not put the, do not put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And we can trust God that he, in the end, always wins. Heavenly Father, I pray if there's a lady here going through something, that's it's been a long time. It's been a long time that they're dealing with something and they don't understand why it doesn't seem like you're moving. I pray that they would trust you. I pray that they would lean upon you. I pray today even for one to be able to see some glimmer of reason let them see why you allowed it. Lord, it's so encouraging when we just keep faithful, we keep walking, we keep take, stepping and take, keep walking. We keep attending church. And as, as the Psalmist there at the end it came to the sanctuary, got to church and he saw why, and he saw the end of people that were wanting to destroy him, you know, for Joseph. He didn't want bad to come to those who were hurting him because it was his own family. He wanted them to turn to you and Lord, you blessed. We've seen you do it in the past and I pray you would do it again in someone's life today. Help them to see a real change in a family member. Help there to be restoration in some home because we stayed faithful.
0: Thank you for listening to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast. Please join Becky Dameron each weekday for a study through the Bible from a woman's perspective. If you've enjoyed this podcast or have any questions, please reach out to Becky through Come Magnify the Lord with Me Facebook page. Until next time, God be with you and may He greatly bless you as you continue to grow through following His Word.